And I'm Dave, the Bionic Blogger. And this is AMP, podcast for people with limb loss. Hello, Dave. How are you today? I'm good, Peggy. And you? I'm doing well. Getting another cold snap and more snow this week, so life is good. Are we, you're getting more snow this That's week? That's what they said. Does that mean I'm getting more snow this week, too? I don't know if you are. I know we're supposed to. Wow. I haven't heard anything about snow by us. Wow. My husband is a teacher, and I have a kid in school, so they they very actively watch all of the weather in the winter. The summer, neither of them could care less, but in the winter, we're all over it. Yeah, yeah, makes sense. Yes. All right, so in this week, we are going over our 2017 annual report, our recap, yes? Yes, we are. Yes, we are. I'm excited. So when we started AMPT, one of the things that, that you and I discussed was full transparency, right? We wanted to make sure that we were always very upfront with the community about what our thoughts were, where we were going, um, and the steps that we were taking and what we've accomplished and where we see ourselves. Um, and part of that is through our quarterly reviews and now we're going over everything yeah. from and, 2017. Um, it's, you know, this is something uh, just to, to reiterate that you and I both, I think, felt pretty strongly about that it was important that to the extent we're asking for the community to support the tools and the, the actions we're encouraging, um, you know, it has to be a two-way street on our part. We can't be asking things of the community if we're not going to be upfront with them about what it is that we're doing and why. So uh, the quarterly reporting has been important and we're, we're excited to walk through a comprehensive review of the full year and summarize what we think some of the, the key things were that uh, everyone did for us, frankly, did for AMPT. And um, that's the framework in which we're going to try to approach this. Exactly. And before we get too much deeper, Dave, you're crackling up a little bit. Dave is recording this on the road. He's in a hotel. So we're kind of um, tethered to whatever the technological yeah, I think, I think the final barriers fine, are for but, his um, Wi-Fi Peggy and I right may now. have some difficulty so hearing each other. Out, and this is reason. decidedly lo-fi compared to what we normally do. So, do you want to do give a quick overview of what we're going? Actually, let me do the overview because I want you to focus on the outreach I like that. All uh, right. part, which is the next part. But we're going to recover uh, cover four different areas in this podcast. We're going to talk about um, how you, everyone in the Muslim difference community, connected with us, uh, and that that's going to be what Peggy's going to focus on next. Then we're going to deal with how amped activists helped influence important topics affecting the community. Um, we're then going to turn to the tools that the community chose to use, the different AMPT tools on the website. And finally, we're going to end with a comprehensive look at our financials, which is pretty simple because it's almost all expenses. But um, we still want to we still want to share that with people because obviously people, I think, are interested in knowing uh, how all of that works. So we're going to be very clear about that. Absolutely. All right. So 2017 was a very busy year. Um, and we are very excited that nearly 56,000 
now subscribe to our weekly podcasts. That is through a lot of different platforms. Um, we have listeners, Dave, that connect with us via listening through Facebook, through Amazon, through iTunes, which is by far our biggest platform with over 43,000 subscribers. Um, we still are on SoundCloud where people, a lot of people find us there and through Podcast Garden and a lot of different avenues. So the 56,000 is kind of takes all of the those different subscribers and puts them all into one category of our AMP subscribers. Um, of those, we're averaging 54,013 podcast listens per week. Yeah, um, as you should lower be, Peggy, than the number and, and of subscribers, but again, that's across the year, all our different goal, platforms. Never mind listens. Our goal was that across um, so all platforms that, we wanted you know, to have 54,000 people are hearing to, our so voices every week by, talking by about these issues. To have, um, you know, that's something that, that's kind of impressive and I'm proud of that in number. In terms of the subscription base since Q1, that's phenomenal. Now, so let me let me play devil's advocate. If I was listening to this and looking at the podcast summary that'll be available online, um, I would be saying to myself, so you've got 56,000 subscribers and you're averaging 54,000 people accessing the podcast on a weekly basis. That's crazy high. That can't be right. Um, so can you explain, Peggy, why that number uh, we think is real and, and how we how we're doing the analysis? So what we've done is we've taken the – we have the number of listens through all of the different platforms provide the analytics. So I go through for each quarterly report and take them all together, and then we create an average. Again, this is through all of our other platforms. And, Dave, there are probably people who, you know, maybe start on one platform so and then even finish if, like, on someone, another. For and example, that you, theoretically I know you could count as Facebook, two. Correct? But what we do know so is that it's 54,000. So even if, it's not if you necessarily think that there are two million amputees in this country and so people access based. our podcast, not just in this country, but all around the world, you know, it's it's a very realistic number. And again, it's across all platforms. Correct. Exactly. This is anybody who's playing. You, you don't have to subscribe in order to get our podcast. I work very hard throughout the week pushing it out through all of the other platforms and making sure that our podcast is available to people who don't have iTunes and who don't have, you know, right, the Kindle Reader right. well, or don't have the Alexis that, podcast. Um, any other statistics you want to share with um, the group before we move on? Activated. Um, you know, we want people to be able to listen. So that's, that's something that I take very seriously of pushing it out. So I push the, the links to the podcast. So for people who don't feel comfortable subscribing or who for some reason don't want to subscribe, um, I'm still pushing it out there so people can still yeah, listen absolutely. to our podcast. So big year for us in terms the of just the, the outreach 
to the community and talking with the community. And that's really exciting to us because that's kind of where all of this started, Peggy. We started, you know, this, this whole thing started uh, not as a website with a group of resources. It started We're just as a just podcast and you and me talking about Facebook, random topics, about 9, much less frequently on Twitter. Uh, both are becoming very active communities. Uh, so if you it's have really not yet connected with us on um, Facebook and Twitter listening. and uh, people are social media in general, we encourage you to do so. We're trying to deliver high quality content as we move into 2018 on the on the podcast front and make sure that people are getting the, the resources they need, that we're addressing interesting and or fun topics. And certainly to the extent that there are the need, there's the need for additional calls to action uh, in 2018, we're going to be hitting that hard as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, not not at all surprising, given, you know, the importance of the issues and the engagement of this community that we're seeing those types of spikes when we get to those important issues. Our call to action podcasts are by far the 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 highest ranked when I look at uh, listenership and and downloads and things like that, right. which and that really resonates with me that the community is really report, polarized which is the towards activism, activism part, which we broke really out separately because it involved. is important. It did take up a significant amount of time in uh, 2017. We issued nine calls to action um, over the course of the year. And, uh, you know, in the you'll see in the podcast exactly, summary and those are the ones that are really that they're being shared through social media, and that's it was another never, reason uh, that, that we've had such a jump in our numbers. We always look at the, the, the these advoc- types of issues, activism and the issues through the lens of will so it help or will it hurt? That it really kind of balances the, and that's how we just the friendly it. banter um, podcast, for lack far, of a better word. Repeal and replace type uh, calls to action were the focus, and it's what everyone really engaged on in 2017. Seven of the nine calls to action were around issues related to the attempted repeal and replacement of the Affordable Care Act. We provided nonpartisan analysis of that. And in a nutshell, the efforts of the limb loss, limb difference community helped prevent uh, several different pieces of legislation that could have either eliminated the prohibition on pre-existing condition exclusions, which would have been problematic, permitted insurers to charge people with limb loss or limb difference more based on their health condition, which would have been really quite awful, and um, helped prevent legislation that could have eliminated coverage of prosthetics as an essential health benefit, which obviously would have also been uh, problematic. So um, when you look at both the number of calls to action. I mean, seven in 12 months is, you know, it's about a little more than one a month, um, uh, every other month, excuse me, very engaged community, a lot going on. And the impact was important because uh, along with lots of other uh, disability rights groups and uh, healthcare uh, advocates out there, um, you know, your, your efforts counted and there were numerous letters to legislators, um, numerous calls for outreach on social media, and everyone did a phenomenal job with it.
Absolutely. Um, and in addition to the advocacy, we launched 17 new tools for the community in 2017, which was our inaugural year with the website. Um, those included the Amputee Bill of Rights, which is the crowdsourced document that is kind of our guiding, our guiding document on everything that that we're doing and when we look at issues if it's yeah, something that's related that directly to we one of the of core values that were spelled out we in the bill of rights and it's something that we feel like we need to take a stand over 9, on visits a week on the website um, three and the appeals tools, tools bill of rights is obviously the huge and the tools when you aggregate them are a also a lot of different appeals tools the research indexed Product Encyclopedia, which is the most accessed uh, section of our website. Um, people are really using that. I'm seeing a lot of shares of that on social media. People are really starting to, to understand the value of that information. So I'm really Absolutely. excited about that. And Disaster that then brings us to the final part of the report, which the are the financials. Tool, These are not complicated to get tools, through. Um, we call this getting a lot from e cards, a little, or, as I selectively call it, less is more. Um, are you and your doctor ah, tool um, and the kids' coloring so pages. So our expenses for the year, and I should clarify, these expenses actually so bleed back into December of 2016. The reason for that is those expenses were, uh, in, in December of 2016, were all the ones we needed to set up the website. Um, and so even though they didn't occur within the calendar 12 months, they directly relate to the activity that happened in 2017. So I do want to be clear that we include some of those costs uh, in the financials. Yes. But our total expenses so, for the and year again, were Dave, a little over $2,700. Um, and are very dialed into resources that help us deliver the content that, that we need to deliver to everyone. Um, 29.4% were advertising costs. And those were efforts that Peggy made to make sure that the word got out there, particularly around different calls to action. 19.7% of those costs were what we call tools creation costs, uh, things we were building and we, we often contracted with people on the outside to help us with that. Um, and then uh, a very small percentage, 4.8% uh, were equipment costs, um, things to allow us to actually sound moderately better when we record these podcasts. Um, so you, you total all of that up and it's it's almost 99% of the total cost. There's about 1% of what I would describe as miscellaneous costs. Our total revenue for the year through the big amped web store about ninety six dollars. Um, so obviously, you know, something we love it when people uh, do purchase on there. But um, you know, it's the, the purpose of the store is for people to have access to cool amp stuff. We actually did have a lot of people. What was the number one item that was purchased, Peggy? Which I think is hilarious because it's yeah, people are people are branding their vehicles. Yeah, so, um, you know, we ended the year in the red, but obviously that's not really a concern of ours. We didn't generate, we didn't create AMPS to become a money-making exercise. We created it to provide resources to the community. And just a few quick reminders to everyone, you know, we, 
we collect nothing, literally zero dollars from amped operations. In fact, <laughs> negative dollars um, when you look at what we when, what we put in versus obviously what uh, what people paid for stuff on the store. A hundred percent of the expenses are paid out of our pockets for this. So the twenty seven hundred dollars is uh, Peggy and me just putting money in because item we believe is in it. The one hundred percent of the revenue from the amp store was put directly back to, into amped. So that money didn't, I didn't go into any really of our bank cool. accounts. And um, we collect zero dollars. I know, and I, it, you know, it never even industry. dawned on me to look um, until, until, until you asked me today what the total um, revenue was. Because, uh, and then I went back um, we and I, I saw that, that I could actually see what the order histories were, and I got to see. Sure that what's going you know, on I, I get a notice uh, of the order and, of and of what they order, but I never saw it laid out before on how many of those stickers were sold, and it's it's pretty cool. Yeah, we would not be doing well. We would not be doing well. But you know what? Like we said, we we did this because we love doing it, and uh, we're going to continue to do it, and we're going to continue to put money into it um, and try to improve it. Yep, I think that's the really cool thing. It's it's remarkable how much you can achieve with just uh, a little bit of investment, and yeah, a lot of work. <laughs> Yeah, and and a community around us that really provided feedback and supported us, and um, you know, kept us going. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. And we would do it well again. Well put, Dave. So it's definitely a labor yeah. of love and, because if you know, we were we doing it to make money, money, we would be out of cover what's going on in uh, 2018. <laughs> but I can tell you that Peggy and I have um, we've we've been talking about what the focus is. I think we've touched on this in in the last podcast or two. But just to reiterate, uh, we've got some stuff we're looking and, to build. And look we've at how much really, was created um, with less than three thousand. Really generous outreach from a few of our of our longtime this, listeners who've said, "What can yeah. we do to help?" and have offered uh, offered to provide us access to potential resources and that a lot of may passion. fit some real interesting needs for us. And Peggy, some very understanding spouses. And <laughs> you and I were just last night before we recorded this today. Um, we were sending each other links and and, and communicating with each other electronically about uh, a new tool. That, Absolutely, um, the, really the emails and, and the the messages yeah, we, and the tweets really mean the still, world to us. Because and this is another reason and, uh, why you, you know, know the money is thing isn't where we isn't bring a, another uh, seventeen tools to market. That's not going to happen. We, we didn't go into AMP to, to make money. To to um, obviously, we do invest a, a lot of our own resources in it, but we invest a lot of our time. So when we do hear from our listeners and we find out that our tools are being used and how they've had impacted lives, um, that's the real value added for us. And we're going to keep doing it this year.
Absolutely. We can't emphasize it enough. This is, you know, this is, we started this in large part around what we thought the community needed. We got confirmation of that, particularly when we created the Amputee Bill of Rights. Or when, and when I say we, I don't mean me and Peggy. I mean, we, the community, created that document as a collective. And um, we're going to continue to be guided by what people are telling us they want and need. I think it's going to be cool. Yes, we like them all. Even if even if one of us doesn't understand 40% of them. No, 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 that was me. You understand you understand the online platforms. I'm the guy and who, if, who tells you all the time. And if you think of like, an area where you see a real need uh, yes, that you, you Peggy, feel that, that AMP can step in and be beneficial, please let us know. Uh, we're very easy to reach. I do too. Before we, before we jump off, Peggy, I just want to remind people, please Facebook go to our homepage, at, uh, www.amppod.com. Go to community section and make sure if you haven't answered it already, go contact us or you can just tweet us at amppod. You can find me, Amputee Mommy, uh, on Twitter, on Facebook, on my blog. Question, uh, Dave's easy to reach. To uh, Lynn Blogger on Twitter. Uh, really, reach out to us. Let us know what what you would like yes, to see Amp there. doing in 2018. And I think most could, too. I'm I'm just trying to I'm trying to set the expectations at a point where when people go and do it, they're gonna say, Oh, wow, it was even easier than they said. Absolutely. And as always, well, we're Dave, we don't do this without the community. Either, and either something to everybody or nothing is going to happen as a result of this Thank intriguing. you, regardless of what platform you're so listening to. We'll find on. out. But a um, few, few weeks left on that, and we'll reveal those results exactly. in our first podcast of February. All right, Peggy, That's right. thanks as always. I don't have to. I just know they're there. Have a good night. Bye. <laughs> All right. I think we covered it, Dave. Absolutely. No registration required, just a simple click. Won't even take you three or four minutes. I bet, I bet, I, I challenge people to get a timer out. I bet they could do it in less than 60 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see, I was thinking that if you say 60 seconds and put a time limit on it, then that will challenge people to go and see if it's true. And we'll get more votes that way. I guess so. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> All right.
Sounds good. Absolutely. Take care, Dave. Bye.